What's happening, podcast listeners? It's your boy, Matt Baxter, on another great episode of The Matt Baxter Show. I'm hanging out with Matt Arse. Matt Arse is the founder and CEO of MGA Consultings. And uh, Matt has just a, an amazing background in marketing. But more importantly, uh, Matt has started a, a nonprofit called Saving LA that has helped many, many, many people be impacted uh, who have been impacted with the homeless uh, situation going on in LA. And he has, somebody who's come alongside and helped many people and plans to do more of that. And I'm just impressed with who he is. I'm impressed with his energy, his excitement, both for his career as well as his nonprofit. So Matt, thank you for being a good man. I hope everybody enjoys this podcast just as much as I did. Matt, thank you so much for being a guest on this podcast. I appreciate it, man. I really appreciate the invite. I'm, I'm excited to do this today. Likewise. So where in the world are you coming from? Where are you recording? I'm actually in Los Angeles. Los I love Angeles, that. California, man. Um, I, I am, uh, I, I frequent, uh, Orange County. I'm in, uh, uh, I'm in, uh, Orange County probably once a month, um, here and there for work. And I absolutely love it there. I live in Michigan, which is a little different weather, but that whole area, I mean, uh, all, all the crazy issues aside, it's tough to beat the weather. It's just a tad bit different in, in regards to the weather out there, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, Orange County is beautiful. My sister lives out there, so I'm out there all the time as well. Yeah, I got fortunate to pick a company president that lives in Newport Beach. So we typically take winter meetings that direction opposed to the other way around. So very, <laughs> it works out. Very yeah, very, very thoughtful. So anyways, uh, give, me, give me the background, man. Would love to hear your story. Would love to hear more about you and um, just, you know, where'd you come from, who you are? Just, just give me the lowdown. Sure, man. I am born and raised in Los Angeles, California. Grew up out here, moved around a lot as a kid. So very familiar with all different parts of Southern California. Went to school out here. Um, my grandfather actually owned a restaurant out here for about 40 some odd years, uh, Cajun seafood from New Orleans. So I, I sort of saw entrepreneurship at a young age and, and knew that it was possible. Um, but growing up as a kid, I, I, I think I might've been a bit of a late bloomer in, in, in regards to entrepreneurship after I graduated school. Worked a couple of different jobs, mostly in sales, just, you know, really trying to trying to find my way. And I landed a gig at a startup called Bamco, which is great company, great people, branded merchandise marketing agency. Um, was with them for, for a good amount of time before they went public and was really happy there. Had learned a lot about myself, about marketing, about branding. Um, really love the clients that I work with, but felt like something was missing, you know, that, that sort of itch that, uh, you know, you can't scratch. And, uh, one of my good childhood friends actually started up his own law firm and for the longest time had been asking me to come help him with his marketing and, uh, you know, that he needed help. And for the longest time it was, you know, I'm too busy or I, I don't have the time right now, but I think, after having some discussions with him, I was like, okay, let me see if I can just try to help you on the side and, and see what, what, type of, uh, what type of work we can come up with together. And I think through the success that I had working with him and the fun that it was and um, the freedom that I had doing that in, in regards to marketing, uh, it really gave me the confidence to, to kind of start up my, my own thing. And I ended up starting up my own marketing agency called MGA Consulting. And uh, from there, 
again, you know, had, had, was blessed enough to have some success there, work with a lot of different clients in, in Southern California. Um, but, but really had that itch again where, you know, I wanted to, to kind of do something else and, and feel what's, what's, what's my purpose, what, 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 what really inspires me. And I had been reading a lot of different books and listening to a lot of different podcasts. And I think the thing that kept coming back to me was, was to serve others. And so I wanted to figure out a way to, to really tie in everything that I was doing with marketing and everybody that I had partnered with um, to help other people. And um, what I came up with was the Save LA campaign, which has been the majority of my focus, uh, which is me working with a variety of different partners to, to end homelessness in Los Angeles. And anybody that lives in Los Angeles or if you've been to Los Angeles, you know it's it's a it's a crisis. It's gotten immensely worse over the last four or five years, and it's something that you see if you walk out of your door every day. And so that was one of the first issues that I wanted to try to tackle and uh, and help make make some meaningful change. I love it. I mean, what a, what a cool story. Um, I uh, so. You probably don't know this about me. I own a HR tech startup. Um, it's a video interview platform. So we're constantly talking, you know, marketing and talking PR and talking advertisement. And so we're having that conversation all the time. So, you know, kind of at the core of your marketing mind, would you say you err more towards sort of demand gen marketing, brand based marketing? PR-based marketing. Um, I know that's probably not the most sophisticated in the weeds from a marketer to marketer question, but I guess you know, for for if you think about it in a couple different buckets, where does your mind sort of default to when it comes to marketing? That's a good question. I think it probably defaults in regards to branding. I think because that was my background and, and working with a lot of different brands and figuring out how to market it in, in different ways. And I think we initially heavily focused on branded merchandise so that it was the background that I came from. Um, and I sort of carried that with me with a lot of the other clients that I've met and that I've been working with now at my own agency and just really trying to look at it from a different perspective. I, I, I didn't want to get cut or get caught, excuse me, and in, into be play, being placed in a box per se um, <laughs> and, and kind of, you know, this is my agency and this is what we do. We, we focused on this one thing. I, I really just enjoyed that freedom of, of meeting with people and, and you know, asking them questions and learning about their business and learning how did you get started? Okay, like where are you right now in your business? What are your pain points? What are you having issues with right now? What, 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 what things have you come across recently um, that you're having issues with? And getting with my team and trying to come up with a creative solution to fix that pain point or to uh, resolve those issues, that that's what really brings me some of the most joy. In my yeah, life. I love that. And, and one of the things I, I think I caught in your story was you kind of started uh, agency model first, working with a lot of different clients. And then with your buddy's law firm, you kind of had a little bit more of a focus on one firm, at least that's, I, that could be wrong. And then you went back more towards the agency model. Um, what would you say is different other than the obvious of 
when you're an agency, you work with a lot of different clients or a couple different clients or project by project versus if you're working for one client or one product, uh, it's, it's much more focused on that particular product, positioning in the industry, all those different things. How does, how does that operate differently? Do you prefer to one versus the other? How does that work? Uh, I think it's a mix of both. And to be honest, I, I still do. Uh, I'm like the honorary chief marketing officer for the law firm still. Oh, there you I'm go. like <laughs> in-house. So I, in, in a sense, I'm still doing both. But but I approach both in the same way. And I think um, one of the, the most interesting things about it is that we actually, I, I, I'm going to go ahead and say it, we really changed the industry in regards to, to personal injury uh, law firms. Um, if you've seen any of the the branding or the marketing, I, I know if you're in, if you live in Los Angeles, you've definitely seen it with the billboards. We do full wrap buses, the commercials that that um, that I've been behind, even all the way up to what we've done on the radio. Um, it's a completely different look and feel from the typical guy in a suit on a billboard, you know, pointing his finger like call this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm cracking up and you might know who this is, but so living in Michigan, uh, our family spends a lot of time in Lexington, Kentucky, and then also in Florida. And so occasionally we've made, we've made the drive. And once you reach, uh, Southern Ohio, uh, you start to see some advertisements for a guy called the hammer and the yep. hammer is a, is a big truck, uh, injury. And again, it's a little different, but it's like immediately you, you see the guy, you know, the hammer. So I'm sure a lot of people listening in will know that reference as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. It, it, yeah. And, and, and that's what I really wanted to focus on. You know, we, we had a lot of conversations again, this guy's, you know, my, my childhood friend, uh, they, he calls himself, uh, uncle Artie, uh, you know, of the perennial law group. And uh, we really wanted to come up with a, with a marketing scheme that was different. When people would see the billboards, it's like, what is that? You know, we don't even have a phone number on the billboards because we really thought about it. And it was like in this day and age, you know, who is actually going to write down the phone number when they're driving? You know, that's like the least uh, of the things that you should be doing while you're focused driving. If you can't remember the, the name of the law firm and Google it, we, we probably don't want you as a client in the first place. I like that. I mean, that makes makes a makes a lot of sense. Um, so, you know, in in your time in in this space, um, how have you? What what have been sort of some? Uh, how do I say like growth hacks? Sort of uh, scrappy, low budget, big impact things that you've seen, or at least maybe, maybe let me reframe it a little bit. If, if you're somebody who's looking to sort of reimagine marketing in their own firm, whether that's anything from law to opening up a brewery to a SaaS company, but maybe you don't have a ton of budget, what are some sort of low hanging fruit or places that you can start to have a big impact? Hmm. That's a good question. Um, now, of course you can send your invoice to everybody for the free advice, but, <laughs> um, I would say I think one of the keys right now um, would probably be social media because it's so easily accessible um, and it's just, you know, creating content. Everybody has a, 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 you know, a phone in front of them or or just something that's easily accessible to create content. And really what when I spoke with with uh, with a lot of my clients, you know, if they have 
the personality to do it. I think what resonates the most with people right now is just someone being genuine and real. So if you can get yourself in front of a camera or get yourself to whoever you're trying to market yourself to and just be genuine with them. Don't put on an act. Don't try to be something that you're not or or try to focus on, uh, you know, trying to create something that you think people will like. Just be genuine and get yourself in front of the camera and, and that will attract the people that I think that you need to attract. And that was one of the things, again, going back to the law firm, it is really not just, you know, having the sign or, you know, the guy that, you know, you see on the commercials, but you don't really know about. You know, it's it's really trying to focus on putting him and getting people to know who he is as a person so you can actually feel like, oh, that's my guy or, oh, that's the person that I, I want to trust with my case or whatever, whatever the case may be. Um, you know, I, I feel like that's extremely important, especially in, in today with the uh, accessibility of, of social media. Yeah, I like that a lot. What's um, what would you say is one of the uh, most fun uh, marketing campaigns, uh, ads, something you've been a part of in, in all, all your, your marketing history? Uh, I, honestly, I think the, the most fun campaign, um, is going back to, uh, save LA. Um, I think yeah. out of everything that I've done, um, you know, and, and the success that I've seen, we've, we've done, you know, partnerships and I facilitate facilitated partnerships with, uh, you know, some of the largest sports organizations in Southern California, from the Chargers to the Los Angeles Clippers to uh, L.A. Galaxy, um, you know, worked with multiple different radio stations. But working in regards to helping others, it, it's just given me a different sense of purpose and, and to really see the change that you can make. Um, it, it, that's something that that definitely has uh has hit home and, and it has a special place in my heart yeah let's let's talk more about that so obviously you know the the premise is to have a big impact on you know the the unfortunate problem of homelessness going on in la so what's sort of the um i guess first what's the big pipeline dream i think i can sort of start to understand it but then sort of how how are you going about partnering with these organizations and other than just, you know, the fundraising components to it, what's sort of the, 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 in the weeds impact that you guys are having, you know, just, just t- tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, sure. So going back to what I was uh, discussing before, you know, I, I was really trying to come up with a, with a way and banging my head against the wall. Okay. How can I really create some meaningful change and, and just do something different um, than what's been done before? And one of the things that I thought about was the way that people make donations, you know, because making a donation is great, but, but what if you can create something around that experience? So I first partnered with a boutique clothing store um, that's actually an historic brand called Hot Rod Los Angeles that's that's been in LA for for years, um, and it's a sort of streetwear brand. And I thought, what if we created a specific line of clothing that had really really cool artwork? Um, because you know, if this was going to work, it had to be something that people wanted to wear. Um, and when you purchase, uh, you know, an article of clothing, 
a portion of those proceeds went towards an issue that people cared about. So I partnered with them, worked on creating a clothing line that I love, that I, I think is really, really cool. It's a mix of hoodies and shirts. Um, and when people purchase a hoodie or a shirt, a portion of those proceeds goes towards our nonprofit organization that is helping build encampments uh, to help house homeless families in Los Angeles. And I knew in order to make that happen, I, you know, I didn't have the experience in, in, per se in this background. So my business partner and I, we, we partnered with an organization here in Los Angeles that's actually been, been doing this fight for about 15, 20 years called Hope of the Valley. Um, they've been doing this and, and, and building encampments and, and helping get people off the streets for a long time. So we had a variety of different meetings with them and really just tried to figure out, okay, how can we partner uh, on one project to at least start out and, and go from there? And we found this old hotel that uh, is in the heart of downtown Los Angeles that, for lack of better terms, it, it was a hub for prostitution, for drugs, um, you know, just, just a really horrible place. We went to go see it, um, you know, beforehand and there was syringes all over the place. We went in one room and there was still blood on the ceiling from somebody who had committed suicide in there. Um, it, it was just a horrible place. Uh, the city of Los Angeles purchased the hotel for about $9 million, uh, somewhere around there. So in order to renovate it into a space that would be a place for single mothers that are homeless with kids, with 24-hour security, food, shelter, uh, daycare for the kids, mental health facilities, we essentially had to raise another million. Um, so that was the first project for, for Save LA. And then I utilized the partnerships that I had with the organizations, like I mentioned, uh, from the Chargers to UCLA Athletics to uh, the Los Angeles uh, Galaxy, um, radio stations like Power 106 and, uh, and Mega, and also my business partner that I mentioned who owns his own law firm, uh, Uncle Artie Pernia, who actually donated uh, to this cause um, $200,000 of his own money. So mm. we all came together and, and raised uh, about uh, $800,000 um, for the hotel to be revamped and, 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 uh, and changed. And so we're still raising money. We're still in the fight. Um, we're still, um, you know, launching the campaign and, and this has been something that, uh, that's been really near and dear to our hearts. Yeah. Offline. Um, I've got some introductions I'll make for you if I could be helpful in that way. Um, I've got a couple guys who I know who are, uh, local who, have some funds that might be interested in participating in that. So, so afterwards we'll, we'll, we'll sink on that, but I'd love to see if I can help in any way, shape or form on that. Um, so, you know, that. yeah, of course, as far as like the broader impact of save LA, is this something that you are hoping that you do for your whole life and want to be involved with? Is this, you know, something that you hope outgrows you? Is this something like kind of what's, what's the, what's the broader vision? Obviously it's, it's, I, I can already tell your heart behind this is less about you and more about the impact, but what's your, what do you hope your role in this whole thing is, uh, 
you know, in the, in the future to be? Yeah, no, that's, that's a great question as well. I think, you know, initially when I got started, it, it was really one of, you know, my, my introduction to this entire thing. And I, I think now with the, the passion that I have for it, um, I, I think I, I'm excited to see where this goes. You know, I don't know where it will go, but I see it being obviously on a large, much larger scale. Um, there's a lot more that needs to be done, a lot more saving. I, I think the homelessness issue and the crisis in Los Angeles would be just the first thing, but there's a lot of other issues to tackle. Like, you know, education is one. That's definitely something that that I would say would be on the agenda. And then just moving out, you know, it's, it's called Save LA for now, but you know, the, the world needs saving right now. And, you know, I, I, hopefully it can turn into something much larger. And, and then I also think, what I hope to do from this story and, and, you know, from anybody seeing what we're doing and what we're trying to accomplish is just to inspire others to do the same. Um, I, I think it's been inf- unfortunate with the conversation that I've heard from people in Los Angeles, because it really started to feel like people were looking at the homelessness issue as sort of an annoyance or, you know, uh, people weren't looking at it with a sense of compassion. Like these are people, you know, these are families that need help. Like, yes, there are some people that, you know, are unfortunately on drugs and, you know, don't necessarily want the help, but there's a lot of people that do. There's a lot of people that do. And and that's why we wanted to focus on the single mothers with kids and, and, and getting them the help that, that they need and, and really what they deserve. Yeah, it's, um, you know, I've done, I've done some mission work in my life and I actually had the chance to go to Cuba, um, uh, in end of September, early October of this past year. And, you know, it's, you go, you go to places, whether it's international or local or, uh, you know, different parts of the country. And, you know, it's easy to walk by somebody who's begging, who says, you know, I need 10 bucks. And, uh, you know, by default, a lot of people assume it's, you know, I need to go buy booze. I need to get drugs. I need to get a bump, whatever it is. But then you, you know, actually start to talking to a lot of people and yeah, they might've made some poor decisions or yeah, they might've been in a difficult circumstance, but a lot of people are actually kind of pretty willing to take a life change if somebody's willing to come alongside them. And so I think that the impact in that is huge. Um, you know, I, if, if this is a controversial question, uh, you, you certainly don't have to answer this, but how does the, you know, I from the outside looking in, there's certainly a lot of politics involved in uh, the, the the homeless situation going on in, in L.A. How do, how does that help support hinder what the impact that you're having? And again, not necessarily asking you to come comment on your political opinion of that, but more more just like how how does that help support, help hinder, help just impact some of the work that you're 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 doing? Yeah, I, I think when once I started this, I, I started to get a lot of reach out from, from different folks and, um, you know, whether if people were asking me to get involved or, or to affiliate with, with a, a political position. And, and to be honest, we've stayed away from all of that. You know, yeah. I, I didn't, really, I, I want, I was like, I'm not touching that. I, I think right now that that might dilute the message because I'm not really looking at it from a political standpoint. I'm more looking at it as trying to, to help those in need and whoever wants to hop on board to help, um, you know, we're more than willing to, to figure something out and 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 try to work together to to fix this issue. 
Yeah, for sure. No, I appreciate that. Um, so let's talk a little bit more about you. I mean, obviously this is a, this is, you have a huge heart and you are, um, you know, going after making some, some, some really big, um, strides and some impact. Uh, but, but for you, what kind of fuels your bucket? And I guess one of my, you know, I, I really enjoy asking the question, like, if you were to die tomorrow, which I hope you don't, but people were to be talking at your funeral and they say, Matt did blank for me in my life. What would you want to fill in the sentence with? Um, um, I'm dropping softballs on you. That's all. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, honestly, I think one of the, if not the greatest human act is to inspire. So I would love for people to say that I inspired them in some form or fashion um, whether that was to, you know, do good, uh, to help someone else to figure out how they could serve others in their life, um, or just to give them the confidence to, to want more, to do more and, and to strive, uh, for more, um, and achieve more. Um, you know, like I said, I was, I was sort of a late bloomer in regards to the whole entrepreneurship thing was trying to, you know, find my way, worked a lot of different jobs before I, I started up my own thing. So, um, you know, if this story can inspire someone in, in some way, I, I, I'd be good with that. Yeah. It's, you know, it's funny you say that as a, as it's part of the reason for the podcast is it's, you know, if, if it's kind of a, a I've done about, I don't know, I think we've released 150 episodes and I've probably recorded about 250. And it's one of those things where it's like, um, if these people are doing it, you can too. And the whole premise of the show is, you know, there's an element of humility, but also confidence of some amazing people like yourself doing some great things. And the whole premise is like, if that person can do it, so can I. And it's one of my favorite parts about being an entrepreneur is I get a lot of people who reach out and say, oh man, how do I start a company? I never have good ideas, whatever. And it's like, you know what? I think part of it is let's go build a great business, make a lot of money and make our investors money and employees money and all that and make customers happy. But also part of it's like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to proceed through some really difficult challenges. And if I can do it, so can you. And it's, it's a, I don't know, being the, being the pioneer is not always easy, but paving the way for other people to do it and even have a better impact than yourself, I think is a, is an amazing goal. So I, I applaud you for that. It's good stuff. Yeah, man. And, and I, and I think it, you hit the, you know, the nail on the head. I think it's, it's also important to talk about those struggles and to, to let people know that even though you're here, you know, you didn't have it always figured out. You, know, you, were, you, were, you were finding your way. You were, you were lost for a minute. You know, I'm, I'll be honest right now, even when I first started the Save LA campaign, when it initially launched, nobody was buying the hoodies. Like I was like, oh my God, this is, I'm f- going to fall right on my face. This is <laughs> but we, we kept trucking along. We kept, you know, doing different marketing schemes and, and, and really just trying, you know, it's trial and error and, and you figure out a way to, to make it work. So, um, you know, don't be scared to, to get started. Don't be scared to, to fail. You, you learn more from your failures than you do from your successes any day of the week. That's right. That's right. So for Matt, what's, uh, you know, what does it get you out of bed in the morning? Uh, it's, 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 it's a question for me that, kind of drives that obviously the practical nature it could be a dog, a spouse, uh, uh, you know, any of those things just by nature, you got to get out of bed, but also more importantly, life gets hard sometimes. And sometimes you just got to, you know, put on your big boy, big girl pants and go take on the day. So for for you, what is it that kind of drives you to keep going? Yeah, I, I, I think it's going back to everything that we discussed. I think it's, it's really 
that I have a good sense that I have found my purpose. And I think I that it. is in serving others and, and helping others that has given me a different sense of energy when I wake up in the morning. Um, it gives me a different sense of wanting to go to work. And also the people that I work with, I, I work with one of my my business partner is one of my best friends since, you know, seventh grade. So, so being around him and some of the other folks that I consider my family, um, you know, working with them every day and trying to accomplish the same goal. It, it, it's, uh, it's a much different feeling from, from what I was doing before as a career. So, um, yeah, man, all that stuff is, I'm excited to get out of bed every day. I dig it. Well, Matt, for people that want to uh, reach out to you, learn more about your business, learn more about Save LA, the campaign that you got going on, or just connect with you in general, what's the best place for them to follow along, reach out to you, connect with you, um, give you a holler, any of it? Yeah. On Instagram, it's at consultmga. Um, that's my Instagram. And then the website is hotrod.la.com. Uh, and from there, you can the Save LA collection is there. You can look at all the hoodies, and we definitely appreciate any and all support. Uh, absolutely, and I'll make sure to include those in the show notes as well, too. But Matt, thank you so much for being a guest on this podcast. Thanks for your impact, and uh, dude, you're doing some really cool things. So I just am I'm, I'm honored to uh, have a conversation with you, and I hope uh, many more to come. Honored to be on, man. This was a blast. I really appreciate the uh, the invite. All right, brother. Thank you. Take care. You just listened to an amazing episode on the Matt Baxter Show. It had nothing to do with me. It has everything to do with the guests that I have and the stories that we get to tell and the smack talking we get to have. So if you enjoyed this episode or any of the other episodes that you've listened to, feel free to su subscribe on Apple Music, Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcast. Check us out at themattbaxtershow.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at Matt C. Baxter, Twitter, or Facebook as well, too. Uh, I'd love to hear from you, whether it's through an email on the website or whether it's through any of the social platforms. I do my best to get back to people as soon as I can. But thank you again for listening. I hope you enjoy. Feel free to send feedback in any way. And don't be afraid to share the Map Action Show. We're very excited to have you as a listener and hope you continue to listen as well. Thanks a ton. Bye-bye.